Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome back, hour number two of Fantasy Football Rewind, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, as we get you ready and we get you prepared, as we want to say, hey, what are you doing? What do you got going on, my man? What do you want to do? Here's what I want to do, is I want to be the man. I want to be the champ, and I'll be the champ, because I'll tell you right now, we're going to go out there, and we're going to crush people. And we're going to make sure that you've got everything you need, right? you got everything you need to be a fantasy football champion. And I'm telling you right now, this is where we're at. We're talking championships, and I'll tell you what, you are really hurt. If you have a Green Bay Packers wide receiver. And you don't need to be listening to a fantasy show uh, to know that. But it got worse last night. It got worse. As Packers right tackle Bryant Belager suffered a torn ACL against the Lions. Uh, the Packers feared it was a serious injury after the game and ended up being a season ender. Belager should be placed on injury reserve this week. Another blow to the struggling offense. Damn. I mean, you got a rookie quarterback in there. He's not really a rookie, but a first time playing. And then you also add on taking out his best offensive lineman. Crazy. The Giants have reinstated Janoris Jenkins. Kenyon Drake. Uh, Adams Gase was happy with the running game following week nine. And, of course, first game without J.H.I. So he's going to have to uh, say he loved it, whether he did or not. First team game without it. I like where we're running game is heading. We're able to do a couple things. We popped a big one. I think it makes a difference. Damian Williams did not do anything on the ground, but Kenyon Drake ran for a nice 69 yards and nine carries, including a 42-yard run in that one. Panthers coach Ron Rivera says he still believes in Jonathan Stewart. Stewart fumbled twice against the Falcons and played the fewest snaps of his season, but Rivera said the plan to keep giving him ball. That's why I brought him back and gave him the football again. That's why we gave him the carries at the end of the game as well. Despite the coach's comments, it would be not surprising to see the backfield touches tilt more towards Christian McCaffrey. Marcus Wee. Eaton participated in Monday's practice for the Bears. I wouldn't suggest anyone go and pick him up. Anyone of sane logic in mind to go and pick it up? Paxton Lynch. How about Martavis Bryant? Martavis Bryant worked with the first-team offense during Monday's practice. Bryant was told he would uh, be part of Week 10 before the bye week. I'll tell you what, this is the tough part when you go and you try to look at Coach speak, where to go from there, and what we're actually doing. Because it's hard for me to say that Martavis Bryant 
is going to get back in the offense when he has done nothing and had only one 50-yard game all season, 50-plus yards. And then Juju Schuster is coming off 193 yards in a game. It doesn't make any sense. So stay tuned for more for the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Because last week I actually, uh, it was crazy. Last night I actually in DFS played Randall Cobb. He caught all five of his targets, 58 yards in the Packers. Week nine loss to the Lions. Uh, the Packers' longest play of the night, getting behind the linebackers for 46 yards on a short pass from Brett Hundley. Cobb's 58 yards actually led the team. Here's the reason why I, I liked Cobb last night is when you have a young quarterback, the one thing you're going to look at is the guy that's closest to the wide line of scrimmage as he's scrambling and looking for somebody to throw to. And I thought he would pick up. Uh, but he had that one big play, so it really didn't come into pl- play. That, I mean, that counted for most of his office. Devontae Adams actually caught 7 out of 10 targets, 53 yards in the Packers, week 9 lost uh, to uh, the Lions, and he was a guy uh, that absolutely uh, got it done. Amir Abdullah, he rushed 21 times for 48 yards of touchdown in the win over the Packers. Uh, he caught his lone uh, target for 9 yards. He had a 4-yard touchdown, and then they went to the goal line again on the 1-yard line, and he fumbled it. But Detroit uh, recovered that fumble, so that is going to be interesting. Aaron Jones is going to be very interesting, too, to see the workload going further there and where they are at and what they do there. So that is going to see this Green Bay running game, what happens in this situation for fantasy owners. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sakata, and of course, we do it every Monday through Friday, 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern, so get everybody fired up and get everybody excited and make sure that you got all you need to do and all you need to jump on to go ahead and grab it and make sure you got everything you need right get everything you need and then we win and we win together it's so funny 
Matt Forte. He's a guy that people are like, what do I do with? Matt Forte actually was on one of my uh, DFS teams this week, and uh, he was only owned by 4%, and it came through uh, in a big way for Matt Forte. Here are the Roto Experts in the morning talking about Matt Forte running back two steps. Matt Forte, over the last several weeks, has been ultra-reliable. He's been uh, a PPR darling. And he's only owned in 43% of Yahoo leagues. Over the last few weeks, in the half-point PPR, going back to the uh, game against New England, uh, he's had 12 points, 10-plus points, 8 points, and then 23.5 points against Buffalo. They play this week against Tampa Bay, uh, which isn't exactly scary by any means. Matt Forte's been reliable, Matt. Matt Forte's got 29 receptions on the year. I mean, the Jets keep rolling this guy out there. They keep giving him the majority of touches and everything. So it's as mind-boggling as it is, I thought for sure in the preseason he'd get cut. The Jets would make this Bilal Powell. They had the kid McGuire coming in. But un- until he goes away, he's a flex option. Yeah, I'm not taking it away, but the two touchdowns last week I think were an anomaly. Some very poor tackling by Buffalo. Uh, but, you know, he's very involved in the passing game. And, you know, maybe he can put 40 to 50 yards rushing on it ahead of it every week. So, look, uh, you know, he's given you a decent floor. And I almost want to ask the rest of the way, would you rather have Forte or Mixon? It's fair. Wow, that's that's true. It is yeah. fair. <clears throat> so I'm glad you brought I'm glad you brought that up. Forte's I, getting it done. I have that right here in front of me, Mr. <laughs> King. Yes. Forte or Joe Mixon. I'm still gonna go with the upside. Maybe I'm just being stubborn here or whatever. I'm 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 not bailing on him now. I think, you know, going forward. Look, Joe Mixon's had three games where he hasn't even gotten double digit carries out of the eight that he's played. I'm still gonna, Joe Mixon, I'm still gonna go with him. I'm still gonna think hopefully something's gonna happen these next Four games and possibly into the fantasy playoffs. I'm going to go mix in because, you know, with that offense, look, you can always throw it to Green or somebody like that, and you can end up on the one, and he'll punch it in. I think, you know, you're not going to see touchdowns from Forte. And I think, uh, you know, like we saw last week with the big catch and run from Mixon, I think that at any time he has a much better chance of breaking a bigger play than, than Forte. Give me the reliability of Forte. He's getting the job. He's getting to work. He's getting to work right now. They don't seem to be going away from him. As long as they're competitive and winning games and trying to make a push in the AFC to get into the playoffs, Matt Forte is going to be a thing. Would you rather have Matt Forte or Bilal Powell going forward? Matt Forte. Matt Forte. I'm going to go with Forte. I mean, the guy's got 24 receptions in the last four games. I think Palau's, Powell's probably the better football player, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in terms of pure talent, but I think Forte's getting the opportunities. Yeah, un- until the Jets make that move. You gotta... Yeah. Would you rather have Matt Forte or Rex Burkhead going forward? I guess Forte, because right now he's got the role, but I still want Burkhead on my bench. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm going to go Forte because Burkhead, I believe, is talented, but he doesn't get enough opportunity. I'm not a Burkhead guy because just he's one of those New England running backs where you just never know what's going to happen. I'll go Burkhead. Why? I take the upside of Burkhead in this situation because one thing about Burkhead is they do get him involved when he's on the field and when he's healthy. I mean, you just look at the, you know, he's only been back for two games since the bye. You know, not really getting the rushing attempts in those two games, but he did have seven receptions in, 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 in that second game. They get him involved in the, in the passing game. They get him involved in the passing game. He's not really going to carry the ball much. But anytime he's, anytime you got a running back that can get seven targets in that New England Patriot offense, I know it's risky when he's only playing about thirty percent of the snaps. Unlike Forte, who's getting full load. But I just think Burkhead. I think Burkhead is trending in the right direction. So that means you would take Burkhead over Mixon too. 
That's crazy. That's yeah. what he just, I mean, yeah. transitive property. Um, Matt Forte or Marlon Mack? I hope that they start going to Mack. And it becomes, he can catch the ball too. This guy can do it all. He's big. He was a bell cow in college. I, I don't see why they're going to stay with Frank Gore. I get the loyalty or whatever, but it's pretty obvious, you know, it's time to move on. It's time to. At least see what you got with Mac going forward. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Mac. I think Gore's not going away, so I'm gonna go Forte. I gotta go with Forte. Matt Forte or Frank Gore? Matt Forte. Matt I think Matt Gore, Forte. Gore's in a I'll time show with no upside. Matt Forte or Amir Abdullah? I'm gonna go with Matt Forte. It's just like Amir Abdullah is just like I expect like ten carries for forty yards every week and probably not a touchdown. Yeah, I go and he's not involved in the passing game. Abdullah has been a disappointment. Well, he's out there, but ugh. yeah, I, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll stay with Abdullah on this one. I probably should say Forte though. <laughs> Matt Forte. <laughs> Matt Forte or Fat Rob. Forte. Fat Rob is a donut. Score two touchdowns. Yeah, uh, uh, that's two one yard touchdowns. Don't do it. He for takes me. that as a compliment when you just said Fat. Mention him in the same sentence with a donut, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Forte too. Like. You know, maybe maybe Fat Rob will get some goal line carries, but there's no yardage there. Yeah, Forte for me. Matt Forte or Lamar Miller? Lamar Miller. Things have changed. Yes, they now, have. seriously, but uh, I'm still going to go Miller because I think more touchdowns probably. Like maybe Miller scores three or four the rest of the way and Forte gets one. Yeah, I'm gonna go Matt Forte. L M without Deshaun Watson. That, without Deshaun Watson, that all you see what that offense looked like. Last one, Matt Forte or Doug Martin. Matt, oh, I don't like either. Matt. Oh, oh you say you don't like either. You're taking Matt Forte a hell of a lot. Yeah, here. no, but I'm, I don't. I don't like the fact that I'm taking Matt Forte a hell of a lot. I'm gonna go Matt Forte too. I'm gonna say Martin for more touchdowns the rest of the way. Uh, Doug Martin, but. I'm not happy about it. Nobody's happy with the running back situations, and nobody's happy with the two words, Matt Forte. When we come back, we'll talk about more of fantasy football, getting you ready for week number 10. So stay tuned for more from the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Scotta. I'm fired up. You're fired up. Don't go anywhere. We're coming back with more right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yeah, baby. that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844 844- 
844-843-6879. That's 844-843-6879. The Fancy Sports Radio Network, your free fancy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. I know. I know, it's crazy. It's crazy. And uh, I I get tired of this, but I get insane. But I want to... Uh, I got to put it out there. And, and I, I, I've gone back and forth. Should I put this out there? Because I hate people that keep talking about Josh Gordon... But let's hear the Roto Experts talk about Josh Gordon because I think you guys need a refresher. He's the Roto Experts presented to you by DX Racer. Next to me is the fantasy executive, Corey Parson. Next to him, the King Scott Angle. On the other side of me is my man, Wall Street, Matt Modica. And so much love and kindness given out by fantasy owners to Josh Gordon over the last week or so. And I get it. It's a feel-good story. Josh Gordon returns. But from a fantasy football perspective, I don't believe there's anything to see here. Let's go over the timeline again. Starting today, he is able to return to the Browns facility and participate in meetings for the next two weeks. Talk to the trainers. Get to know everybody. He probably doesn't really know Hugh Jackson. Get to know, get to know everybody. And he, you know, he really doesn't know who you're asking. Be He's not going to need to know no, him. He'll never play for you, Jackson. Barely um, meant. <laughs> then, two trains passing in the night. If everything goes well, <laughs> two weeks from now, he'll be able to begin practicing. Talking about practice? Talking about practice. Then, if all goes well after that, week 13 arrives, and he is eligible to play. Now, we are a long way off of that, gentlemen. That is three full weeks of fantasy football season before we could play. Now, I've heard from fantasy owners that have picked up Josh Gordon. And they said, listen, you're picking up players that can help you in the playoffs. You pick up players um, like Greg Olson, like Corey Coleman. We're going to get to Corey Coleman in a little bit. Yeah, who would you rather have, Corey Coleman or Josh Gordon? I'd much rather have Corey Coleman. And they, the conversation is that why wouldn't they pick up a talented guy like Josh Gordon? So, Corey, why don't you answer that? Why wouldn't I pick up a guy like Josh Gordon? Who's going to be throwing the football to Josh Gordon? Probably Deshaun Kaiser. How has that worked so far with everybody else in that offense? Relatively poorly. How much? Uh, how, I'm, when's the last time Josh Gordon been on the competitively playing football? Thank 17 you, years ago. Huh? Thank you. Because today is what? November 7th, 2017. Happy Election Day. Right? Happy Election Day. Last time he got on the field was December 21st, 2014. It's been three years. It's been three years. Mm-hmm. I, I remember how great it was three years ago. Yeah, Son can nobody, play. Three years ago, and he was doing it all of that. that great. He in in, in twenty fourteen, he had right. that first game was good, and after that, it was really nothing. Those the next four games, whatever he played. Yeah, that. It, but so it was, I mean, it, we're thinking about twenty thirteen and like all that hoopla and stuff. Look, it's I'm, not going to be that. You're not going to get that from him this year. He might go out there and have a couple nice plays, but you're going to put him, Josh Gordon, in your lineup in week fourteen, the yeah, first week it, of the fantasy football playoffs. 
You're asking for a, uh, you're asking for a quick stay in the playoffs. Now there's two ways to looking at it. It's like you know, if Randy Moss came out of retirement, you know, would would you pick him up? You know, that's one well, way to look at it. Josh Gordon's not yeah. Randy Moss. You no, need what a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Yeah, but <laughs> he doesn't even look that. <laughs> one like of the greatest. The last time in Tennessee, though. Uh, but you know, to to the other point is, you know, the guys are talking about three years here. I I, I see why people are doing it because they're like take a flyer. Uh, maybe the guy comes back and has a big game in the playoffs and then you can roll him out there, but you can't even trust it. Like, so let's say he comes back in week 14, he has a really good game. He could have a dud in week 15. You just haven't seen enough of him to trust it. And I think people are just too hung up on the name value. Now, there's something to be said about, you know, if you are one of one of uh, the people to pick him up and a trade, you, you, maybe you want to trade him for something to somebody who's going to believe because Jake Seeley on his new uh, his new column on RotoExperts.com this morning was talking about, I talked about, you never know what kind of trades you might see out there in a league besides ours. You know, there are people offering Stefan Diggs for Josh Gordon. So it depends on who you play with. But, you know, you might be able to sell him for something if somebody believes in the name. And that's what I've heard a lot of, exactly what Scott was referring to, that you may be able to sell this name okay. that Mike Florio and Frank Stample told me repeatedly, you pick this guy up because somebody may like the name Josh Gordon and you can get something for Okay, him. but let's talk about that. Josh Gordon for Stefan Diggs. I want to slap that person straight, if, if that person even exists. And I'd be more excited about a, a 48-year-old Brett Favre coming back to quarterback the Packers than Josh Gordon, who hasn't you know been on the field in three years with Sean Kaiser throwing him the damn ball. And like Corey said, you're going to put... You're gonna put him in your lineup in week 14 so you make the playoffs, that's kind of insane to me. Now, now you're right. That person needs to be slapped, and you should probably you know send their Twitter handles to Matt so we can do it. <laughs> but you know what, though? What you do is you slap that person by taking Stefan Diggs from him because there are people. Look, nobody at this table is going to do it. We're going to advise all our listeners and viewers not to do it, but there are other people who still believe in it, and you know what? Take advantage of it. Here's the thing. Let's say he comes back week 13. Goes off with Deshaun Kaiser. Does anything change? Look, if you want to pick the only people who should pick up Josh Gordon are if you're like 7 and 2, you're dominating, you have the roster spot and you want to just put him on your bench. So I can make the argument and I have many times before that 7 and 2, 8 and 1, whatever. You're never going... There's always going to be someone more valuable on that waiver wire for that bench spot than there is James, than there is Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon is a waste of space. Well, what I'm going to do is if I'm 7-2 kind of or I'm 8-1, right. I'm, I'm, I'm picking him up, you know, especially if I have more fab than other people if you're doing fab bids or a, a higher waiver position. I'm picking him up and I'm spinning him for something like the Stefan Diggs and even strengthening my roster even more for the playoffs. The, the, the whole reason that people are doing this is because they say, I want to strengthen my roster for the postseason. Well, get up. guess what? Go pick up you, a handcuff. You, Don't pick up damn Josh you, you, Gordon. You, you strengthen your roster for the postseason if you pick him up and you deal him for something that, that helps your team for the playoffs. I completely agree with you. Uh, I, I completely agree with you that, listen... The only way you're picking up Josh Gordon is if you have the bench spot, if you have the room to be able to sell this dude. But I cannot be any clearer. If you watch any show that I'm on or listen to me or follow me on Twitter, you'll know this. Josh Gordon is not going to help you in 2017. 
He's just not. He hasn't played football in three years, and three years ago he wasn't good. This is the man who told you uh, Andrew Luck would not play this year. You're you're right, Josh Gordon's not going to help you if he's on your team in 2017, but if you spin him for something that helps you, then he did help you in 2017. But it's not that easy. Look, it's It's not. it, It really depends on who you play with. Nobody at this table would do it, and any of our listeners and viewers were telling not to do it, but like Jake said this morning in his column, He's getting those kind of questions on Twitter. I'm sure I'm going to get him where we, where people are saying, this guy will take Josh Gordon for me for this. you got to do it. Look, and you, talk, you guys talk about it might be insulting to an owner to do that, but some people might come at you. And also, if it's insulting on the first thing, you say, look, I just wanted to feel it out. What would you really want? Or just back off. Well, one of the things, too, with these Twitter things, when people ask, I'm going to offer Josh Gordon for this, that's a different story about if you can get oh yeah get oh yeah because a lot of times there are unrealistic trade offers and even more than that Matt it's like people don't want to give up something to get something like they'll want to trade two bench guys for like a wide receiver one saying well the other guy needs this and this so I'm, I'm going to give him CJ Anderson and Delaney Walker for Travis Kelsey look I, if, I, if I'm going to have any Browns wide receiver it's going to be Corey Coleman that I would have picked up already and put him on my bench Look, I'm going to root for Josh Gordon as a feel-good story and hope this guy gets his life on track and all that. It's crazy. You you saw a story yesterday, Corey, where it's like I was drunk or high for every game I've played in my life. Yeah. And that was an update on the story we had heard from Maverick Carter a couple weeks ago. Yo, imagine that's how good he is. Yeah. Well, I mean, imagine if he was sober. If you want to go back, though, (laughs) if you want to go back, like LT won like the MVP when he was all coked out. Yeah, he Hernandez was a co-MVP winner when he was all coked out. What so, was that I mean, guy from the A's who pitched like a no-hitter when he was high? Oh, was, yeah. it, was that Ferguson Jenkins or the other no, guy? No, Doc no, Ellis, I think. Doc, Doc, Doc Ellis. Ellis. Yeah, yeah but like, it's, yeah. that's like cocaine and stuff. Like, no, this dude was like drinking lean and taking acid. He was lit in a lot of ways. That like, game. he was like doing stuff that like that doesn't make you play better. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. Like, that's that's wild. David Wells just hung over. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just fat and hung over. Yeah. This is... Crazy with Josh Gordon, how talented he was. Does he still have it? I wonder if he was drinking like in the locker room with other players. Likely, I think what I read of it though, like he was like shooting up certain things, shooting but, up. Yeah, but it's like I don't know if I read that <laughs> correctly or not. I gotta that. read that again. <laughs> Scotty tapping veins over here. I want to say I don't think I don't think he was shooting up. I would, at least I would hope not. In 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 in, in, in twenty thirteen, somebody shooting up. That's crazy. I don't think he was shooting up. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, Corey Jungle Coleman, he's out football. there. If Corey Coleman is out there, how important is he, Matt, that we grab him? Uh, I'm definitely taking him over Josh Gordon. Okay. Uh, how Got that. I, I mean, I don't know. He's Look, he's talented. It's, it's the Kaiser factor, though. I mean, Kaiser kind of kills everything for me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not really Me interested too. in Corey, Kaiser, and Corey, Corey Coleman either. Uh, I will say this about uh, about Coleman, though. So he's eligible to come, up, come off the, the IR, I believe, week 11. Um, the with, argument's going to be, though, with Josh Gordon, and you can say that with Corey Coleman, is the quarterbacks he played with back in the day, 100%. how horrible they were and what he was able to do. So the, uh, Gordon said he would take shots to warm up his system. 
Well, that's yeah. very, very different than shooting yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't have that sort of experience to know. He's taking like, shots from like the trainers to liven him up. Not like, yeah. I don't know whether he was giving himself the shots. Take. I'm sorry. I don't have that level of experience. Or maybe he's doing shots. I'm not going to ask Dr. A either. I mean, it's just shots of adrenaline probably. All right. Uh, Corey Coleman, when he comes back, faces Jacksonville and Cincinnati. I don't want him for those games either. That's for sure. Take a break. Thanks for watching on YouTube. We'll see you later. I think we got the opportunity for a new show, Drug Talk with the King, Scott Angle. In the air, listen to Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is Fantasy Football Rewind. We'll be back with more fantasy football information after this. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada. We get you ready. We get you prepared for everything you need to know in fantasy football, right? That's what it's all about, and that's where it's going. Man, this Jordy Nelson situation is a killer. It's a killer. And I'm I'm like, damn, what are we going to do? How does it keep happening, man? How about tight ends? You like tight ends? And of course, you like tight ends. Replacement tight ends. You don't have to go the Kim Kardashian route. Because fantasy football is totally different. Here's Chris Meany on getting replacement tight ends. All season, and that is tight ends. Uh, Let's talk about tight ends. I guess the most exciting thing is that Greg Olson is looks like he's going to be coming back pretty soon. Yeah, Greg Olson. Just keep an eye on some of these tight ends because some, some people have forgotten about him, right? And, and the time to do yeah. it is now. Greg Olson isn't going to come back mm. this week. He's projected he's eligible to come back week 11. He could come back week oh. 11. They traded Calvin Benjamin. Uh, that's good news for Christian McCaffrey, who's getting him. Yes. Uh, he, he got some carries yesterday. He, it, the snap count was in favor by him significantly over um, Jonathan Stewart. Punches was okay. Got some targets. But Greg Olson's going to come back. So if you need some tight end help, do it now. Charles Clay could come back this week. Need some tight end help? Do it now. I would rather Olson if it was to pick between one of the two. But these guys, are they're coming back soon. So 
uh, get on it right away. You're right. The tight end position has been has been brutal. Julius Thomas, tight end two this week. Oh. He was available in leagues. Maybe Cutler leans on him. Maybe that was just whatever. I mean, Trey Burton stepped in for Zach Ertz. Yeah, Zach Ertz didn't play yesterday. Tweeted yesterday about Tyler Higby because the Giants have allowed a touchdown to a tight end every single game this season. Higby didn't do much, but guess what? He caught a tight end. Play the matchups if you can. If you can, just tackle against the Browns and the Giants. That's the way to go. But if you can't, I mean, there's some guys, you're just hoping for a touchdown, Tim. Mm, I mean, I there's oh. not a lot here. I mean, these tight ends are... Vernon Davis stepped up. Uh, we talked about him with Jordan Reed. He's going to have to. Walker's owned. Doyle's owned. Doyle, again, a top five finish. Ingram's owned. Kelsey's owned. These guys are all pretty much owned. And if you're just hurting from the tight end position, I just want to just say to people, don't forget about Greg Olson. Don't forget about Charles Clay. Clay was balling out before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. I have... You know, it seems to me that Jameis is hurt, obviously. There's something yeah. going on with Jameis. He's not looking good. I've got Cameron Brait. I had to roll him out this week. He ended up with like .2 or something. And that was, that was probably his worst game of the season. He's been pretty consistent. Uh, he's been getting a lot of targets, a lot of catches, but who knows what's going to happen. You're right. If Winston's not there, Winston always targeted uh, him a lot. And if Fitzpatrick's there, it is a downgrade, even though Winston's been pretty inconsistent with, you know, being an accurate quarterback. He throws the ball a ton. He gets you some yards. It's good for fantasy. He's got some weapons. But if he's not the quarterback, I, I kind of downgrade everybody in that offense. But I would still hang on. I mean, I don't know who's available in your league. Me neither. <laughs> if, if it's, if it's oh maybe, Greg Gol- maybe Greg Golson, maybe you, you add him and you drop somebody else. You, you ride Bray for the couple weeks before Olsen comes Ugh. back. I do think uh, Olsen from week 11 on will be basically a top five, top six tight end for me because of the Benjamin news. He'll get some targets, get some yeah. play. Oh, yeah. I'm, okay, well, that's that's smart. You see, folks, that's what we do, do right it now so you don't that's have to. Advice. Do it now so you don't have to, you know, one, use a waiver claim. Maybe you have to use one, but I guess the time would have been, you know, this past weekend just to get ahead, right? Um, these guys that are on IR, they're going to come back soon. Danny Woodhead. Woodhead's going to come back soon. I don't know how much of a role he's going to have. He had a huge one before he got hurt in that first half of the game. They were using him a lot. But just get these guys ahead of the week that they're supposed to come back. you would be able to get them a lot cheaper. There you have it, right there on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The guys covering the tight ends. Chris Meany, absolutely get it done. Fantasy Livewire on Fantasy Sports Network on YouTube. Make sure you head over there and check it out. That's how you go after it, right? And that's how you look at things that we've got to do. Now here's Deshaun Watson and Fantasy Football as you get ready and raring to go. Everyone shut up and listen. Everyone shut up. That's not what we want, man. We don't like that long kind of language right here. And we looking at quarterbacks. And I talked about Jared Goff a little earlier on one of the shows where I said Jared Goff is a guy, you know what, as good as he looks... He's got fifteen. Uh, he's got five games where he's thrown for less than thirty passes. It's hard to be an elite quarterback, but he does have another tasty matchup this week. Let's look to Chris Meany. Um, but you should know Deshaun Watson, who is on his way to winning Offensive Rookie of the Year, has torn his ACL and he's going to be out for the season. This is not news. Um, so, but let's talk about quarterbacks, shall we? Teddy Bridgewater is he coming back? 
Looks like he might be soon. Looks like, yeah, it looks like he may be. Um, he's he's not going to help you out right now. This this is tough. This is, what a crazy week in the it NFL. It has been a crazy week. With Watson and all the trades that happened with Ajayi and Calvin Benjamin and just both very surprising. So Deshaun Watson, hopefully you picked up uh, somebody by now. Josh McCown, we've been talking about Josh McCown yeah. for a couple weeks. Before the Watson news, there's a couple other quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers, we, we mentioned McCown. When Aaron, and his ownership doesn't, I mean, it hasn't really jumped up since the Rodgers news. Still at That's 30% crazy. in Yahoo leagues heading into the weekend. He's been pretty productive. Again, this past week against the Bills, he was fine. Uh, he's QB8 on the season. You're probably just going to have to play matchups. I mean, maybe people dropped Rivers or Big Ben off a bye. Mm-hmm. Um, their schedules are not awful. Big Ben, I believe, has the Colts this week, so a plus-plus matchup for him. And the remainder of the schedule, most of his games are at home. We know about the splits. Those are those are two guys I would look at. Tyrod Taylor is is you know probably picked up. Uh, you're going to have to play probably play matchups maybe between you know Andy Dalton hasn't been great but he's got a better matchup this week it's it's slim pickings I mean it really is tough in two quarterback leagues maybe maybe you need to look at a Stanton or a Savage maybe you need to look at a Bridgewater it's yeah it's tough Um, you're not going to be able to replace replace Deshaun Watson who's QB1 Mm -hmm. when he went down so it it is tough it's been that affects everybody in the offense Hopkins is still going to get his targets he had 16 a, a week high this past week only caught half of them Will Fuller had eight targets, only caught two of them. Yeah. Lamar Miller wasn't as productive as we've seen. Now he was okay on the ground, but he only had, like, I think, 10 carries, caught a couple balls, but he's not scoring touchdowns because this offense is not as good. It was the number one scoring offense in the NFL before he went down, and now oh. he's down, and this team goes from scoring three offensive touchdowns a game to, to one and losing to the Colts. Oh, my God. So it's, it's yeah, it's brutal. Uh, if anybody has any, you know, maybe look at your waiver wire. There's two or three quarterbacks. You can, um, you know, ask us, and we'll try to help you out here. We'll try. No promises, but we'll try. Yeah. Um, are you looking at, like, Jimmy Garoppolo? Is this somebody that maybe – what are they going to do? Tell me. Well, there's some reports that Garoppolo may not even play this season. So you're it, just going to have to keep nuts an eye. to me. Really, it does because you make a trade for this guy. You want to see what he has before you sign him to a contract. So, I mean, I think that he'll get in and play a, a little bit here this this season, there's some reports that maybe it won't be till week 13. Uh, you know, if that's the case, then what are you waiting for? He can't help you out. Yeah, I mean, they just lost their best weapon in Pierre Garcon for the season. Carlos Hyde was good. He caught a bunch of balls yesterday. Uh, I think I have it written down here. What it was it? 11 targets and nine catches. So he led all backs in targets and catches. So he, that's probably going to continue with for Carlos Hyde. Um, that's a, a you know, if you're a Hyde owner, that's a positive because, like I said, Garcon's out, but. Garoppolo in a two-quarter, if you're playing in a super flex league, two-quarterback league, maybe pick him up, stash him, and absolutely, maybe you can, maybe he plays week 13. So much can happen in the NFL, we've already mm. seen it. So much change from a week-to-week basis, a day-to-day basis. You could have thought that you were out of a playoff spot. You weren't going to make the playoffs. Buddy in first has Deshaun Watson, and then he just takes that huge hit. So oh. um, if, you're, if you have two quarterbacks and you're fine with one of them, Go to the Watson owner, try to make a trade, bounce to bounce your team out. There's a lot going on in the NFL. I mean, Jake Cutler, quarterback five, quarterback yeah, six. Yeah, what did he make, like 16 in a row last night? Yeah, and I mean, 16? Parker Didn't comes back, coming. helps the offense. Parker comes back. Julius Thomas was nice. Uh, hey, it looks like they kind of got a run game right now. I mean, Ajayi was, was fine yesterday in Philadelphia in a small sample size. So uh, maybe Jake Cutler can help you out, considering he's been very disappointing. He's had some okay fantasy games. It's mm-hmm. I mean, You don't want Cutler, but it is what it is. You got to 
You gotta do what you gotta do to, to make things happen. Brissett had a decent game too. But yeah, who'd have thunk, huh? Like, yeah. I, you know, I picked him up to stream him because I had to. Yep. It was in desperation. And, you know, he was all right, and then he got very bad. Maybe he's coming back. Maybe he's figuring out that. I don't know. Maybe. He's, he's Maybe. got a weapon in CY who can help his day out, which happened yesterday. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata, and we are here absolutely getting it done as you're ready and raring to go, man. And you want to get it done? You want to play? You want to rock and roll, my man? We'll get you everything you need in fantasy circles and make sure that you've got everything that comes on top. I'll tell you what. It's crazy. What's next is the question you can ask. What's next when you look at the quarterbacks in this week's pickups? I'll tell you what. It was great last week. I thought that Tom Savage would be falling into a a situation where he could uh, excel with all the fantasy weapons that they had at his disposal. And he was absolutely brutal for 50 four minutes of 60 minutes of action I'll tell you right now he's got to do better he's got to do better and I don't know can he do better he looked more comfortable at the end of the game but prevent defense two touchdown lead I don't know if that's the way to go Uh, Jacoby Brissett in an opportunity uh, gets a tough defense this week he's a guy that's going to get some rushing yards they throw the ball He's a guy that I think can put up some decent numbers for you if you have to go to the waiver wire and pick up a quarterback situation there. Then you also look in and you say, Tony, how about this Brett Hundley? He looked good at the end of last night's game when they went to the two-minute offense. Do you think Mike McCarthy comes in the two-minute offense? Well, I just told you during a show, Brian Bogara there, the top tackles out. I don't know. It's looking like a lot of obstacles to overcome right there on that situation. So I think it's tough. I think it's ready to go. And I think it's going to be tough sledding. And I think you're going to be hurt if you own any of the Green Bay Packers Weapons, including the running backs, the wide receivers, in trouble. So that's where you got to go. So stay tuned for more for the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata. We're back with a recap of Fantasy Football Rewind shortly after this.
Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada, and we are here absolutely getting it done. And I got to tell you, Scott Angle's right. You know what? Every league is different, and there are people out there that love Josh Gordon. There are people out there that talk about it. Every show here covers it somewhat because people are interested in Josh Gordon. And if you've got a ton of fab money, there's not many weeks that you can go ahead and use it. So what I think you need to do Let's go ahead. Take a shot and see if you can move him. I think we'll have a situation where we could go ahead and make a move. And you know your league. If your league's active with heavy trades, it only takes one guy. It only takes one guy with a dream. To go ahead and make that move. So if you've got extra, extra, fab money, you can't take it with you. You don't get anything in return. Go ahead. Take a shot. And go with it. It doesn't make a bad move. Not at all. I think that's the whole thing we're waiting for. Is we want to make sure that you're able to go ahead and take a look. And say, hey, you know what? I'm going to uh, go ahead and I'm going to put it all together and I am going to be the king of fantasy. There you go. You too could be the king angle. Isn't that what everybody's goal is? Isn't that what everybody wants to be in life? Doesn't everyone want to be the king? Scott Angle. If you say no, I think you're kidding yourself. Because we have one king. And he's our king. And you know it. And I know it. So that's great stuff. I'm excited. And we've got to do what we've got to do. And that's how we go about it. Fantasy Football Rewind. My name's Tony Scott. I'll see you tomorrow night, 1 a.m. Eastern. 